0: Rip, rip and destroy. Rip, rip, rip and destroy.
1: The most rock intro ever. The
0: most rock intro ever. Hello, we're back. Oh my God, there it goes again. I mean, It's it going crazy. You know why it's going crazy?
1: Why is that, Christy?
0: Because we're going to drive you wild. We'll yeah. drive you crazy. How are you, Michael? I'm
1: good. I'm glad to be here. This is... Uh, it's like a, a a bit of joy and a in bit of joy amidst a, a lot of a lot of work.
0: <laughs> Recar- recording this podcast is an elixir.
1: It is indeed. Balm and, and Gilead.
0: We're we're both so busy all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't
1: know what happened, man. Yeah. It's not it's kind of bullshit. I'm it not, is kind I'm of bullshit. I'm not cool with it. I'm not
0: <laughs> I'm me neither. Like I just want to be watching movies and yeah. talking about them and, you know, doing stuff that involves watching movies and talking about them. Yeah. Like that's all I care about. And and I just keep getting pulled oh, back.
1: I, think, I mean, we had plans to see Scream.
0: Yeah. The, Again, and and it, they were destroyed.
1: Destroyed. A movie we have both been very eager to see. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh,
0: we still haven't had a chance to see it.
1: No. And and what's really sad is I said the other night, this might have been last night, I was talking to Aspen. I was like, I, you know, there was the whole... Covid reasons for releasing stuff on on streaming, right? Right. I've reached the point where I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to actually go to a movie theater, right? So I was like, God damn it, I wish I would pay fifty fucking dollars to watch yeah, Scream. If at it home were available, right
0: I would do it. But you know, and I was gonna go with Parker,
1: fucking Parker, Gray. last
0: week, and then theater ruins lives, yeah, and I of course, couldn't go. Of course. And I said, "Okay, I won't go. I'll go on the next day." And then I couldn't go on that day either. And I said, "You know what? I just might as well wait until Michael can go and we'll go together." Um, but neither one of us has had time. No. And so because of that, we also haven't had time to like research taco places.
1: No. So what did you you pulled a bold move today though. I
0: did. I did. I do I did what busy people do. Uh-huh. I went to Snap Kitchen. Perfect. Uh, you know, it's those little stores on the corner yeah. that you walk in and they have refrigerator cases of like just
1: prepared food, prepared
0: <laughs> food. Like the, like the old 1950s, like auto mats. Yeah, yes. You know, totally. Totally. Where you go put a quarter
1: and the food comes out and they yeah. give
0: you a piece of pie. Those or something people like. must've
1: thought they were living in the goddamn future.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of like automat tacos. Yeah. It um, was good. It was good. It was like steak, steak. Street tacos and a corn tortilla with some rice and and salsa verde. Yeah. And it was delicious. Uh, So, yeah. It was great.
1: Yeah. If you're in a hurry like we are, if you're super busy, it's prepared, go grab it. Snap Kitchen. Also, if you're up late and super busy, uh, you could go to town on some Taco Cabana flautas like I did last night. (laughs) That's delicious. Yeah. It was great.
0: I love Taco Cabana (laughs) flautas. And you live near one.
1: I do. And so it gets delivered. I'm still too lazy to go pick it up. Oh, Um,
0: I mean, if there's one thing we learned is that getting food delivered is totally worth yeah, it.
1: Yeah, absolutely worth it. And so, yeah, that's what I did. I- and they were delicious. Their is great. I love Cabana. It so. saddens
0: me that the one Cabana that was close closed by us, down. closed down. A lot down. of them did,
1: and we lucked out because yeah. the one right by us is still going. Yeah, so.
0: I'm still kind of praying that one day Taco Palenka will make it up here. But we still make we still make the trek a little bit north to get Taco Cabana. It's it's worth it's it. It's worth but it. Snap Kitchen's really good, and Do if it. you can't get to a Snap Kitchen and you're close to a Whole Foods, they have a Snap Kitchen refrigerated case like right as you enter in pretty much all of them so they have all kinds of stuff yeah. but their tacos are great the
1: beef taco was great yeah so we couldn't go see scream we
0: couldn't go see scream so what did we watch instead well we have to t- we have to talk about why we decided to watch it right <laughs> yes i'm so still figuring it out a lot of like previews have come out i did go yes. see on my birthday i went to go see Macbeth.
1: oh nice i Man, we should do an episode about that yeah. as well.
0: It was really, really good. I loved I it. Loved it. Yeah. But one of the previews was, f- oddly enough, at Macbeth, there was a preview for Studio 666, y- yes. which is the Foo Fighters movie that's coming out.
1: That looks really fun.
0: It looks super fun. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so like- if you don't know the premise it's the foo fighters are recording their 10th album uh-huh right their 10th album yes and as as it as was like the case and the the tradition of many old school rock bands Instead of going into a studio, yeah. they'd rent a mansion in the Hollywood Hills, yeah, I mean, you know? So many people did it. Yeah. The Chili Peppers did it. Fleetwood Mac did it. Zeppelin did it in Zeppelin England. did it.
1: The Beastie Boys the Beastie did it. The Beastie
0: Boys. You just find a mansion and you go record your album yeah. uh, for that kind of like real, real texture. Yeah, yeah, we're just
1: living together.
0: So they find a mansion to live in together. And if what happens, it turns out the mansion is haunted. haunted yeah. And Dave Grohl gets possessed man, by my, a
1: demon. My favorite clip when they're like struggling and he's like, I got it guys. I got it. And he plays something and they're like, yeah, man, that's called a uh, You wrote that 25 years ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it looks really funny. It looks really funny. And the acting looks actually good. Yeah. I know these guys are rock stars, but you know, I mean, Dave Grohl played the devil in, in, yeah. in a pick of destiny. I have,
1: faith in the fact that anything Dave Grohl wants to do, he'll be he'll able to do. He'll excel at it. Like if he was like, I'm going to go to the Olympics as a skier, I'd be like, I yeah. believe in you, he Dave Grohl. He probably will do it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so in the in that spirit, I started thinking about um, the tradition of rock and roll and horror movies yeah. together. And
1: like even uh, our friend Cameron Cobb, friend of the show, mm-hmm. uh, Cameron was like, you know, it, it, it's... I think when we were all three going back and forth, he was like, "It is the it's like the one genre of movies that has a tie-in to a genre of of music."
0: Absolutely, and, and so I'm surprised actually that it doesn't happen more often. And of course, Rob Zombie's famous, like, yes, he you know he's done so many, and he's also a rock star and all that stuff. But he doesn't he he doesn't do like Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny. No, like, Rob
1: Zombie's making. Rock, like, he's like making movies. Horror movies. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. horror
0: movies. Um,
1: this is more... It's fun. It's it's winky. Right. You know, D. D Snyder of Twisted Sister had made a it, horror yeah, movie. Exactly. Like, it, it, it's a thing.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I was driving down Skillman, and I was t- telling John about... Trying to tell him about Studio 666. And I was listening to the, like, the heavy metal station on the radio. And um, um, I Was Made for Loving You by Kiss came uh-huh, on. Uh-huh. And I thought... Fuck! I love this song. Yeah, like, I don't care what you say about Kiss. You can say whatever you want to say about Kiss. They have a few good hits, and
1: and that is one of them. And that
0: is one of them. Yeah. And so I don't know if the children are aware out in podcast land. I'm gonna
1: guess a lot of them are not. Yeah. Christy. <laughs> Back in
0: 1978, at the height of Kiss's popularity, uh huh, there was a little movie <laughs> called. Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Indeed, there was. <laughs> and it was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, and what, at, what they, company produced it? Hanna-Barbera. What are they famous for? Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Just so funny because I didn't know that Hanna-Barbera had no. produced it. Of course not. I and either. I was like, I was all of, I was like nine years old in 1978. Yeah. And I remember it vaguely, but I was also not. They were before my time Yeah, as they were way before I, well, your and time. Well, and I mean, I have,
1: I uh, yes, I'm not going to pretend. I have no memory of when it came out. Mm-hmm. I was in 78 at the end of, I mean, I turned three at the end of 78. Right. I, I would learn about it later uh-huh. more through when I just sort of became obsessed with, <clears throat> excuse me, really bad movies. Right. And it's on, I mean... A, a, almost every is it, list. Is yeah. it on every list of if, that movie? I think the list it's not on is because the people making the list don't know it yeah, exists. they're too young. Yeah.
0: So, yes. So 1978, Kiss meets Phantom of the Park. And I said... Okay, got to do it. We got to do it. Like the granddaddy just, of rock and roll exactly. horror Exactly. Like this is because before then, th- you know who was doing heavy metal in the seventies? I mean, like metal, right? There was Led Zeppelin, but they're not heavy metal. No. They're just like rock and roll. Just pure
1: rock and roll. No, I mean,
0: uh, look, Black Sabbath.
1: Yeah, I think arguments would be made that Sabbath is like the grandfather of metal. Um, but that's that's even different. Kiss is like, fuck it, man. We're yeah. going all in. We're going
0: all in and we're going to do makeup. Yeah. And have a gimmick. And
1: there's so many bands that would come after. Right. That were so obviously influenced by. Right. By Kiss.
0: And of course, we now know we now know that Kiss was they didn't care. They just wanted to make money. Like, they are yes. commercial whores.
1: Yeah. And, and, they, and, and they admit it. And very savvy businessmen.
0: Yeah. They, you know, there was a point there in the late 70s, early 80s that their image was on everything. everything. You could get a lunchbox. You could get toothbrushes. Yeah. You could get Kiss toothpaste. Like, yeah. They were uh, everywhere. You can were, now be
1: buried in a Kiss coffin.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, insane.
1: Insane. Yes, and it, so at the same time, like, we know that now, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, there was also this period in the late 70s, and I assume the early 80s because of the fucking satanic panic, right? where they were like, KISS stands for knights in Satan's service. They're mm-hmm. evil.
0: Oh. Who had time to, like, sit down oh, and my figure God. that out? Yeah,
1: and I, I think I was telling you, like, there was this interview I saw years ago. It was done way longer ago, but I saw it a few years ago with, with Paul Stanley of KISS, and they're like, you know, talking about all this absurd, like Satanism. And he's like, I'm just a nice Jewish kid.
0: They don't like, even believe in the devil. No. <laughs> like, <that's laughs> it's not, just rock and part of their religion. No, they just wanted to make music and fuck yeah. ladies. Like yes. that's what they wanted to do. And I,
1: and I think they were smart to feed off of like, oh, okay. If this sect of, of society, if this small, very small group of society thinks we're evil,
0: fine. Yeah. We'll and play into like, it. Even if, even if that, I mean, when you look at them and you look at their onstage personas, right? yeah the only one that comes even close to any kind of like and not really like i don't know evil demon figure is gene simmons Simmons. but not really no no No. i mean what ace freely is has he, uh, he had he's what a space guy sure a Peter Chris is, is the cat. cat man. He's a cat. Christy. Yeah. Paul, he's a cat. Paul Stanley's like star child. Star child. is. He like, has a star on his is butt. Really,
1: yeah. He's really soft spoken.
0: He's really soft spoken. And he's like the sexy. If there was like a sexy femme one in the group, it's Paul Stanley. It's Paul Stanley. Sure. You know, and even
1: G- Gene Simmons, you know, he's a demon. It's like, okay, well he's, I think probably a relatively tall guy. Then he wears giant boots and he has a freakishly long tongue. Right. I mean, that's sort of his trademark. Right. Uh, that's it. And from that, we got like, Devil. they're fucking Satanists. They're
0: fucking Satanists. Yeah. So I was like, we got to do this. So I, you know, I, I texted Michael immediately. Um, I parked first, y'all. I didn't do it while I was driving. Yeah. But good
1: for you. Don't text and drive. Don't.
0: I texted Michael and I said, okay, in honor of Studio 666, we've 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 got to do Kiss Meets Phantom <laughs> of the Park. So then it became me looking for it. Uh,
1: yeah, it was like, it is not this, out there, No, because this was
0: like two weeks ago or yeah. a week ago or something. And I was like, okay, I've got to find it. And I, like, I, can't, I went to Amazon Prime, not streamable. I tried to find it to like get it sent to me because I write movies off now. That's what I do. Smart. And couldn't find a it's DVD. Nowhere. I went to the Roku. I tried to find all the streaming services. It was nowhere. nowhere. Couldn't find it. I was like, fuck, how are we going to do this? I really want to do this. Well, it turns out, you know, I have a friend. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him Film Deep Throat. Great. <laughs> that I occasionally,
1: occasionally meet in a parking lot. Yeah,
0: I occasionally <laughs> meet in a parking lot. Like I will dial a phone number, a landline. <laughs> of course. And let it ring three times. And then we meet in a parking lot. Uh-huh. Uh, and I say, I want this movie. And he says, wait. <laughs> right? So I contacted my friend who really didn't want me to say their name. Um, and said, man. You've told me before that you can get me any movie. Can you get me Kiss Meets Phantom of uh-huh. the Park? I'm not kidding you. Within 10 minutes. Oh yeah.
1: You texted me back in 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah.
0: I said, I have I think I have one more resource. Let me see. And like within 10 minutes, he had sent me a link. Uh-huh. And he said, Here you go. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. you are fucking fucking amazing
1: it's, it's i yeah. i honestly like and i i don't even know where you would begin like i yeah, have no me idea neither. how he did what he well,
0: did well and i said i'm um, we're gonna thank you on the podcast and he said please don't say my name sure don't say my name <laughs> yeah and i was like all right i won't do it but needless to say we got a, a copy, copy of it a
1: link to a link yeah.
0: to some secret dark web
1: oh my god total i mean and then we we watched and then we watched we it.
0: Watched this movie. We watched this movie. I watched it on my laptop. You watched it on your yes, phone. I
1: literally watched it on my phone in between. I have a a significant gap between the two classes that I teach uh-huh. on Tuesday and Thursday, uh, which is usually like fucking annoying because yeah. I'm like it's long enough to suck but not long enough to accomplish anything. Right. But to but today I accomplished. Sitting outside on SMU campus.
0: By the fountain?
1: (laughs) Sadly, that's under construction. Uh But in front of Meadows, just with my phone watching...
0: Kiss. With headphones or, or earbuds? With headphones. Oh, thank yeah. God. Because I can't, I can't, I don't want to know like what would have happened if you had just been listening to it. Yeah, I think people- they would
1: have fired me, not because of the content, just because I was watching this movie. Right. Like, anyone watching that movie does not deserve to work here.
0: Right. So I also did that. I had a class this morning, and then I rushed home to watch it yeah. before, before, right now. And- he- I mean, so, so okay, it was... Here's the thing. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's terrible. Yes. In all of the great ways that terrible movies are terrible. Uh-huh. Um, the opening credits felt hopeful.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, great credit sequence,
0: great credit sequence. Yeah. I mean, the movie opens and you see like this couple, happy 1970s couple on a roller coaster. Uh-huh. They're having the time of their lives yes. making out they're on like the road. Magic mountain yeah, or whatever. At Magic mountain, California. And, uh, then it goes dark. And, um, <laughs> what, what's the song? The, the very famous kiss song. Well, some famous kiss song comes on and, uh, you see these larger than life, Kiss figures yeah. or them, you yeah, know, yeah. and they're like giants looming in the park, over the roller, coaster. looming over the roller coaster, breathing fire. Yeah, and I'm like, this credit sequence is fucking incredible. Yes, like I did not remember that,
1: and really, to me, the best part of the film, the best part of the movie, <laughs>
0: it goes like south, way really fast. real fast after that. But so the so the as the story was unfolding, I was like. I mean, unfolding. Sure, sure. Um, I was like, this reminds me of a Scooby-Doo episode. Yes, almost. But we're, like not as good. Oh,
1: yeah. Nowhere near as good as like a classic Scooby-Doo episode. But almost beat for beat. <sighs>
0: yes. Literally. These darn kids.
1: Yeah, totally. So... If you couldn't tell by the title, this is in some ways an homage to Phantom of the Opera. I guess. You know, you have a dark figure hiding beneath the, par- the, park, yeah, the park in the way that the Phantom of the Opera hides in the bowels right, of the of opera the theater, house. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just, I wasn't, I wasn't aware that the world of, you know, theme park animatronics electronic robots uh-huh. was so competitive.
1: Absolutely, it's like the most cut. According to this film, it is
0: like the most cutthroat
1: career out there.
0: Cutthroat. So like these two guys who have. Oh, they don't call it Magic Mountain. No, it was shot, shot at there, Magic. Right? Yeah, but yeah. they don't. Call, they, but it's at Magic Mountain. So these two guys who opened the theme park. Um, one of them is the designer of all the attractions. Yeah, and his name is Abner Devereaux. <laughs> what a name. I don't know what the other guy's name is. Calvin something. But it doesn't matter there. And these two guys, like you've seen them in every, Everything. in every seventies cop show. Yeah. They're very famous character actors. Yeah,
1: Like these, um, these guys made a career of it. Yeah. They never became famous, but yeah. they made a career. of You it.
0: see them and you go, Oh, that yeah, guy, that guy. I've right. I've seen him do a hundred things, but they were stars. In this yeah, movie. Oh, absolutely. They were the stars of this and movie. And maybe
1: the only real actors? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure that the guy who played Abner Devereaux like, just sat behind that giant console for about a Week, yeah, and was like, I'm just gonna cash this yeah. check. Yep, I don't give a shit.
1: I don't care what I'm doing. So yeah.
0: Abner Devereaux, mm-hmm. who is the designer of all the animatronics and all the features and all of the stuff, yeah, he needs his his money. He needs funds to right. continue his research into animatronic robots for theme parks. Yes, yes, it's not robotics to save the world.
1: No, oh, sorry. his
0: vision <laughs> yes. involves. You know, bears and gorillas and a big fat Frankenstein for the theme park. That's his genius.
1: He's a mad scientist Mm -hmm. using his powers to create theme Theme park park attractions. attractions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he needs his seed money. Yes. I think he keeps calling it seed Seed money. Seed money, yeah. And he's mad at his partner because his partner is bringing Kiss.
1: Bringing Kiss to the to the park. He's
0: bringing rock and roll to the park. How dare he? And distracting from, yeah. from his designs. This is money
1: that could go to designs. This mm-hmm. is people not looking at his designs. Right. He's very upset about he's it. He's very
0: upset that Kiss is coming to the park because it distracts from his vision yeah, of from the theme park. Yeah, from his work, yeah. And his partner's going like, but don't you see? The kids love Kiss. The kids love Kiss, There's a Kiss army. Uh And actually, that's true. Like the the fans of Kiss call themselves the Kiss army. The Kiss army Army is real. It's real. And so he's, you know, this is all exposition. And he's saying, these kids are going to come watch Kiss. They're going to want to go to the park. Right. We're going to make more money.
1: It's a solid business move to bring Kiss to the park.
0: I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. But Abner Devereaux <laughs> he disagrees. He disagrees. He's not having it. In the meantime, we have um, M- Melissa and Sam.
1: Sam, yes,
0: who are the making out couple on the roller coaster. Yeah. They're having a great time. Great like time. they're like the perfect seventies couple. Yeah, she's got long. She's got that that super popular seventies look, which is like long brown hair and big eyes. Uh huh. Very Karen Allen, Margo. Yeah, Cutter. she's perfect. She's perfect. And he's got like a blonde hairdo, and he's perfect. Yeah. And he works at the park. Yes. He works for Abner Devereaux.
1: That's not going to go well. In the probably. underground lair. Right. <laughs> right.
0: And right. So Why is he underground? I have no idea. What is happening? They have an underground lair at the park. <laughs> yeah. But you know, Disney has an underground sure. lair. Sure.
1: Yeah. And that's probably where they torture
0: people. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. is. It's like where the robots come out come and out, take your trash. trash yeah. yeah. But anyway, so. You know they get off the roller coaster, they're making out, and he's like, "I gotta go to work, baby. I'll see you later." Uh huh. And um, she's like, "Okay, I'll meet you by the coke or what, sure. whatever it is." And <laughs> Take
1: your pick, whatever. Take
0: whatever. And so he goes off.
1: Uh huh. And does, does he show up? When he he's doesn't.
0: Supposed- he doesn't show up. Oh no,
1: Christy. He doesn't
0: show up. So Melissa starts getting upset. Uh-huh. So we're like maybe twenty minutes into the movie, we still haven't seen kiss. No,
1: except for in the credits.
0: Except for in the credits. And she's worried now. Yes. And so she goes to the security guards uh-huh. on the part who are buffoons. Of course, right? And she's like, "I'm looking for my boyfriend Sam. He was supposed to meet me by the Coca Cola." And they're like, "Well, there's lots of people who work here, Miss." And She's <laughs> yeah, like, "I just really told you his name is interpretation Sam."
1: Interpretation of her role. <laughs> That's what she was doing. Oh my god! I'm yes. just being honest. She got hired because of that hairdo. Exactly, she yeah. did.
0: And so she goes off on her own. Yes. She decides. She's got to find him. She's got to find she him. She
1: knows something is right. wrong. You know, the
0: thing that I was most impressed with is that while she's waiting for Sam at the drinks table, uh-huh. that the girl brings her another Coca-Cola and she was going to pay for the Coca-Cola. And I fully expected for her to take out bills. Right. But she only took out change. Sure. And I was like, oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause that shit probably costs like 15 <laughs> cents. like. I would kind have of, fucking been living in a dream, know. man.
0: I was like, Michael would be so oh, happy like in A this.
1: fifteen cent coke. Yeah, a fifteen I spent, cent
0: and a big one. Yes, I bought a can the other day because
1: I was desperate. Two seventy five. Jesus Christ! For you know, I have twelve fucking ounces of coke. That's I haven't. Ridiculous. I haven't
0: had Coke Zero. Since I was boosted, I think the booster changed me. It
1: transformed your DNA. It
0: transformed my DNA to where I no longer crave Coke, Coke Zero. Wow, it's
1: that's interesting. very strange.
0: So now I'm kind of like every time I, I see the price of Coke, I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. Like ridiculous. an old person.
1: But she spent fifteen yeah, cents. She
0: spent fifteen cents on her Coke, and then she goes off to look for Sam, and they actually tell her they're like, oh, she works for Abner Devereaux. Yeah. In the underground lair. In the underground lair. So she goes.
1: Don't go into the underground lair, Paula.
0: Don't go, (laughs) Paula. And Abner Devereaux's like, oh, darling, he's not here or whatever. Yeah. Why isn't he there, Michael? Or is he there?
1: (laughs) He's been mind controlled. He's been
0: mind controlled. (laughs) He has been mind controlled. By By Abner Devereaux? By Abner Devereaux. Oh, we can't forget the three, like, like, Bro. Bad, bad kids. Yeah,
1: like the punks, the right?
0: Punk kids. Like
1: these punks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who are also down there. Who
0: are also down there, but <clears throat> also they're all like 38 years old. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah. They're like clearly middle-aged dudes playing punks, man. Mm-hmm. These bad kids. is going to show them. Right. So, yeah. So, we we will come to learn that he is using mind control. And creating human like animatronic cyborg? hybrids. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
0: Because he, he, so he comes across the three punk kids hanging all over one of his animatrons. Yeah. A gorilla. Right. And he's like, oh, please be delicate. He's a delicate creature or whatever. And they're like, we make fun where we want to make fun. That's what you punks got do. got that daddy or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, here's some free passes to the, lair of horror <laughs> right. or whatever yes. it's called, I don't. And they're like, "Well, we may use them or we may not." Like he real told, he told them
1: they live their lives. They live their man. lives.
0: He doesn't hurt anybody unless he wants to. Um, so they do go to the parlor yes. of horrors or yes. whatever it's called, or the parlor of I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Nothing
1: matters. Nothing matters.
0: It's a haunted house. It's yeah. a carnival haunted house. I was happy to see so many mimes. Yes, get so much work. A lot of
1: mimes, like a lot of mimes. I wonder what that like that audition call where the mimes were like. I mean, they didn't say it out loud, but in their minds, they were like, "Fuck yes, (laughs) this is my time to shine." They were just real silently (laughs) thinking it. I'm going to be trapped in so many boxes. Yeah,
0: and I I wonder if like the audition was like, okay, can you mime getting whipped? Yes, (laughs) right. That must have been it. That was actually that was my favorite. Display at the at At the 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 chamber of of horrors, Horrors. yeah. So
1: okay, so yeah, the Sam has been mind controlled. We will learn this later. Yeah, the the punks have been mind. mm -hmm. It's almost like this is this is the next step. Right. In animatronics.
0: And the punks have been mind controlled and turned into revolutionary American revolutionary yes. soldiers. What? I have no Why? idea. Why?
1: I don't bicentennial? know. Bicentennial? Yeah, I guess. Like, are we still in bicentennial fever? But that
0: was 76. Yeah. And this is 78. 78. I don't get But you get know, it. it could be because like, it takes a while to shoot movies and it took longer back, back then. then. So maybe we're still in the era of like, for those of you that don't know, the Bicentennial was like a huge Huge thing. 1976, you know, everybody was all about the Bicentennial. Everything had a fucking American flag on it. Like, I think at one point we were forced to take our school pictures with Betsy Ross I'm sure, or some yeah. bullshit. And I
1: use it as like the demarcation because I was born in seventy five. Oh, you know, my wife and many many of my friends who are my age were born in seventy six. I'm like, fuck those bicentennial yeah, kids. You man. were before the bicentennial. I was already out there. Yeah, you were
0: already out there. <laughs> um, so maybe that's why they were minute men. I,
1: Maybe. I mean, are we might be giving too much credit and thought to this? I, I, <laughs> Maybe they had the costumes yeah, on hand. Yeah, that's what Christy. it was.
0: That's what it was.
1: Okay. So we finally eventually meet Kiss, right?
0: I guess. they Because they're building. Oh, oh, wait. No, no. Hold yes. on. <laughs> so Calvin or Colin or whatever, the Abner Devereaux's partner, partner goes to the underground there and says, you've got to come ride this golf cart with me. And he's like, <laughs> all right. So they get on the golf cart and they're 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 going through the the parking lot where they're building the stage for, for the, the Kiss, Kiss concert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I have something to tell you. Pause, 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 <laughs> pause, pause. Put my finger thoughtfully on my chin. Oh my God. Oh God. I'm yeah. gonna have to let you go. Yeah. And I'm like, I thought you were partners, right? How does that work? Like, it how doesn't does it, make sense. It would be like me firing you I'm, from Tarantacos. Taran like, we're done. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I'm gonna have to let <laughs> you go from Tarantacos.
1: Ah, fucking Parker took my job. You'll be
0: sorry, Parker Gray. I'm going to my underground lair. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. So so
0: he fires him, and then there's a scene in which he like really slowly walks away from the camera.
1: Sure. Because everything happens slowly. He's like,
0: you'll be sorry. One day you'll be sorry about something. And
1: so he, and I might be jumping around, he hatches a plan, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That he's going to make it look like kiss destroyed the park
0: i think so because he's really mad that kiss is coming to the yes. park and he kind of
1: him getting fired he even sort of yeah. blames on kiss He's like
0: you've brought this rock and roll right. to my park
1: not i'm making minute men animatronic humans right, exactly <laughs>
0: like i didn't just kill like three, three people yeah, right. and turned him into cylon sure so <laughs> so kiss comes to the park yeah Finally. Finally, and they're doing their show. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're coming off stage and posing for pictures really silently. Like, the the sound person did not do their job.
1: Or was not on set that day. Was not on set that day. Someone was like, shit, we forgot to call Jimmy.
0: Right. (laughs) But they do have powers. This, okay. I did not know. This
1: is golden. Because I had even, like, I didn't remember this at all. Me neither. It's not enough... That they are taking on the persona of, say, the cat man. Right. They have talismans, Christy.
0: Right. Kiss. Yeah, or how Melissa says it talismans. Talismans. I'm sorry. It's it's a okay. <laughs> so the band Kiss. Yeah.
1: Also has talismans yeah. that grant them. Magic Magic cosmic powers that kind of relate. Kind of. Kind of to the character persona they've taken on.
0: Kind of. Like like, only very
1: loosely. So like Gene, right?
0: Yeah, Gene is like, he's the demon. And they call him demon the whole time. Yes, they
1: call him demon. And he breathes fire. He breathes fire like demons do. And
0: lasers come out of his eyes.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. And so that's what his talisman grants him. Yeah. Ace is Gifted the power of teleportation?
0: Ace can teleport everybody. Right. Because he's the one that gets them out of situations. Yes.
1: So his talisman allows him to teleport Teleport. everyone.
0: Uh, Paul Stanley can read minds. He can read minds. He's
1: the star child. He's
0: the star child.
1: And then Peter Chris, the catman.
0: What does he do? I I don't. He I, wears furry boots. He wears, yeah, and sounds like a cat. I don't. I don't really know what what Peter Chris's no. secret power is. Writing Beth. Writing Beth is
1: Peter Chris's secret, secret power. power,
0: and that's enough. <laughs> that's it. Honestly, all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. But so they have they have powers, and at, at this point, Melissa has is now going crazy because she can't find she can't Sam. find Sam. And she's searching for him at the kiss concert and the the security guards are trying to like you know she can't get past a certain area right but Gene simmons goes stop star child <laughs> oh my god yes and then Cause they call each other by their fucking character it's names so it's weird. so weird and the thing is is that she just saw robot sam just saw him she just saw robot sam taking pictures right. of the band because Abner Devereaux has a plan. Oh, yes. yes. So he is taking pictures of the band and he's like, Sam, Sam. And Sam ignores her because he's mind controlled. Yes. And so then that's when Kiss spots her and Paul Stanley says, you're looking for someone. Yeah,
1: because he can read minds, Christy. Right. But
0: also, wasn't he just there?
1: He was. He yes. Goes, <laughs> he was indeed he, just there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I mean, they were posing for him. Yes.
1: They were taking, yes.
0: Yeah. It's- and he goes... You're looking for someone, but it's not Kiss.
1: Correct. Thick. But he says that with the thickest New York accent yeah. you could ever imagine.
0: Yes, he does. <laughs> it's it's so weird. Then he goes, he's still at the park. <laughs> and right. Melissa feels better, I guess. And then they yeah, go off to- Because
1: if you were going to find your missing boyfriend, the people you want helping you is fucking is Kiss, kiss right? Right. right? Yeah, that's who you want. And so- In pure Hanna-Barbera fashion, and like you brought up, Kiss then essentially, from this point on in the film, Mm -hmm. becomes the Scooby gang.
0: Yeah, they become the Scooby gang. Right. So they, in the meantime... Abner Devereaux. I'm always only going to say his full name. You have to. Abner Devereaux. Yeah. It's like
1: the opposite of like yeah. Prince. Yes. You know? Exactly. <laughs>
0: so Sam has been developing the photos that he took of Kiss. Uh-huh. And Abner Devereaux is like- And that
1: used to be a thing that took time.
0: Yeah. That took time. You had to put it in chemicals. Yeah. Like it wasn't digital. You had dark paper. Dark room. Paper. You had whatnot. a dark room, all that yeah. stuff. It was actually, you know, I had my first kiss in a dark room. Nice. Yeah. Uh
1: It's- it's a sad uh, in, in middle school thing that has disappeared, I think. It has
0: disappeared. Yeah. I I had my first kiss from a boy in a dark room.
1: Aspen who was an avid photographer in her youth, like still talks about missing like yeah. the dark room. Yeah. Like it was uh, anyway. It was
0: yearbook staff. His name was Tony.
1: Tony, he shout out He
0: didn't have laser powers though. I mean Only kiss maybe happen. his
1: talisman was <laughs> stolen. Talisman Christy. Was I don't know.
0: Stolen. So here's the thing is that Abner Devereaux says, Sam, go find their talismans, right? So wait,
1: okay, does, why does he know? Did he,
0: I couldn't, maybe I, couldn't I missed something. I not figure that out, and I couldn't figure out, so.
1: Or is it just common knowledge, like, well, fucking Kiss has their, their well, talismans. Well,
0: later, when when Melissa's brought into their secret lair. Yes, right, of
1: course they have a secret lair.
0: They show her the talismans. Yes. And then she says, I'd always heard that there were talismans, but I didn't think it was real. Was this a rumor going around? I don't know, but anyway, so Sam goes to their secret lair. They apparently have a secret lair at the park. I, when uh, yes, and I can't tell if it's a bus or. I a mean, I stu- I don't know. I feel like it
1: should be a traveling secret lair, right? right? But
0: it seemed stationary. It did. It did. And so he goes in there, and there's like you know crazy fireplaces and you know crazy rock and roll shit, and he finds a little red box in a glass case. Yes. And he takes it out and he opens it and there's four talismans. Of course. One for each.
1: One for each member of KISS.
0: And did, this is where I got a little more confused. Like, did he drain their powers?
1: I Okay. I think so, right? Because then which one of them has Which one of them? It's has, Ace Freely. Oh, okay, it's Ace Freely. So there's the line it's like, what happens without the talismans? What happens
0: without the <laughs> talismans? We lose our powers.
1: Yeah. So Ace Clears it up. Yeah,
0: Ace Ace clears it up and he can no longer teleport them out of places. Fuck. So that's how they know that someone's fucking with their talisman. Yes. Um, so then stuff happens. Yeah.
1: And so like, okay, you, you alluded to it. You alluded to Abner Devereaux's grand plan,
0: right. right? Oh,
1: yes. So he is going to essentially create a robot kiss. Robot
0: kiss. Yeah. And he's going to Use their own kiss powers against them yes to destroy the park yes exactly and then so he releases a robot Gene Simmons robot first Gene because Simmons because that's that's who you release first
1: yes of course
0: and he breaks through. those this-
1: thousands of women aren't gonna fuck themselves Christy <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's has a long, though. long week.
0: It's true. <laughs> it's true. Robot Gene Simmons has to go do it. <laughs> yeah. You know? And since there's two, it'll be 2,000 women. 2,000 women. So he breaks through this wall, right? <laughs> I don't know what the wall is, but he breaks through this wall and he fights all the security guards and then he destroys an abandoned Coca-Cola kiosk. <laughs> It's just like this Coca Cola kiosk that has no Coca Colas in it. That's in the middle of the, like in the middle of the alley. Like some weird ass product placement. Yeah, it was like kind of like it was just like the director was like, just put the kiosk right here. are you sure? Like it made it doesn't it, matter. It made no it sense doesn't. that the Coca-Cola kiosk was in the middle of the alley, but further it ha- didn't have Coca-Cola in.
1: No, it's totally empty. It
0: was just an empty it's kiosk, totally kiosk, empty kiosk. But it was just there so that Gene Simmons could like
1: Yeah.
0: Cry, right? could robot
1: robot chop it.
0: Yeah, so he robot chops the kiosk and then he's loose in the park.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And now everybody's like, "What is happening?" Oh, then they visit them at the pool. Oh my god! Right, because the cops are all like, they go to the other boss of the park, and they're like, "It was those rock and rollers." Yeah, they, so kiss, they kiss
1: is getting yeah, blamed. They, of course. De- they
0: destroyed of course. property. Yeah, and so one of the one of the the <laughs> policeman goes, "They're probably by the pool. Rock and rollers don't bathe." <laughs> right, I'm like oh. Okay. Okay, where did that come from? Yeah. I guess they had to like justify why they couldn't use the inside of a hotel room or sure. something. Sure, yes. So they go to the- <laughs> they
1: couldn't get that interior. Right. They yeah. couldn't get the interior. <laughs> yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> so they're like, they're probably by the pool. So they go to the pool. There's a pool at the park, apparently.
1: What? Yeah, I, I swear. <laughs> I, I just- And I maybe just, there is I a Magic accept,
0: I just accept everything Sure, now.
1: once we've got talismans, yeah. anything can happen.
0: I accept it. And- uh. They're sitting in these giant chairs in these gold lemay cape. It's
1: so weird. It's so fucking weird, man. In
0: full makeup. Yep. And they're like, hey, you're the guy who destroyed the park. And they're like, no, he's just a gentle teddy bear or whatever. Anyway, right, right. it doesn't matter. The lines don't matter. No. So then Kiss figures out something's up.
1: Yeah. That that they're being framed they're for They're being this.
0: framed for the destruction. I mean, and
1: this is all sort of coming to a grand finale of Robot Kiss versus Kiss.
0: Right. Because you know that Kiss concert is going to generate $200,000. What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like Jean's watch costs more than yeah, that. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, so they get replaced. They yes. find they find Abner Devereaux's underground lair. Finally. And they finally. Yeah, finally. And they go to confront him. Uh-huh. Oh, I also love that Melissa goes back adamant to find Sam and he hands her a security pass. Yes. He says, This security pass will get you in anywhere. And it's just a pin that yes. says security pass. Yes. <laughs> and so she's just wearing this like paper. Hello, my name is.
1: Thing. <laughs> Could be easily duplicated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: but everybody knows what it looks like, apparently. Anyway, so they go to the underground there. Abner Devereaux traps them uh-huh. in a laser jail.
1: Yes, laser jail. That's the most 70s thing ever. <laughs> and they
0: can't get out. No. And then he says, you have front row seats to the fun, gentlemen. And he turns around a tiny monitor. For them to watch from across the room. It was
1: the biggest screen they had it was back the then. Biggest all right. Screen
0: they had. <laughs> so they're on. like, what's gonna happen? And he was like, luckily you have front row seats to all the action. Oh, and he turns God. around this like tiny like 14-inch yeah. monitor for yeah. them to look at. So then apparently he also has the talismans over by his console. Right. And they're like, Ace Freely's like, don't worry. I can get us out of these bars with my mind control. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't. No, he can't. So they all have to concentrate while Robot Kiss is on stage. Yes, performing, performing. Rip, rip. Yes, rip and destroy. Yeah, and then the the fans don't like it because apparently this song is like way terrible than normal Kiss. Normal fare. Kiss, and would, they recognize it immediately. Yeah, this, they're this like, is not this is not real a kiss, kiss song, right? This is not a Kiss song. Right. And Kiss is upset. Of course. And they're like, we must all concentrate. Uh-huh. And then so they all concentrate and you can see the strings lift oh, up. Oh, my God. You can see the strings yes. Yes. lift the talisman box and move it across oh, the room. Oh, my God. Until Ace Freely catches it.
1: And then he can teleport them again, right? I don't know. I feel like that's what happened. I guess I that's what know. I don't know. Yeah. I
0: don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, they teleport. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they... They
0: fly they through fly. the air. Yes. They fly of course. through... Yeah, they yes. come out of space again. Right. They guess... I guess they teleported into, into space. Into space so they could... And then yeah. they could fly in uh-huh. to the concert. Yes. And then, like, there's, like, a an amazing kind of karate, karate chop yeah. fight that happens between the kisses.
1: Yes, between Robot Kiss and Real yeah. Kiss.
0: And... Real look,
1: Kiss wins. Yeah,
0: Real and, Kiss wins. And there's
1: a line It's like... They try to use KISS to destroy KISS. Yeah. But it failed. But or it something failed. like that. I don't know. Really That's even. the
0: final line of the
1: show. And really the theme yeah. that we've been it really getting is. to.
0: Abner Devereaux uh is in a catatonic state yes. by the end of the movie. I,
1: which I also was like, so is he been he's been mind I controlled? Know, I, I,
0: don't know, I don't know what happened.
1: And then they release Sam Sam from his yeah. mind control. Uh,
0: Paul Stanley releases him with his eye lasers.
1: Yes. Star Child. Yeah, Star you know. Child um,
0: destroys the thing on his neck.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He right. destroys the thing on his neck. And so Sam is back. Uh-huh. They're gonna have hot cocaine fueled love. Wasn't it all cocaine fueled? Absolutely. It is <laughs> it is the most it is maybe okay, what was what was the crazy fucking 70s movie? Oh Lord. With the hexagon the deca the decahedron. Oh, de- de- decahedron? the decahedron.
0: Oh um, uh, uh, to seed, um, the demon seed, demon seed.
1: I'm not sure which film involved more cocaine,
0: yeah, demon that, seed. That's a competition, or
1: kiss meets the phantom right. of the park. Like, it is really neck and it's neck,
0: it's neck and neck on that.
1: Um, so that, I mean, that's it. <sighs> that's, that's it. That's, that's, kiss that's meets the phantom. movie. I said to you <laughs> when I got here earlier, the next time I ever hear, because people occasionally like to say things like this, the next time I ever hear. <laughs> Oh anyone can act. I'm going to show them this film.
0: Yes it is
1: it is stunning Christy. yeah
0: it's, I, I I don't
1: know I'm
0: like when I'm doing the line reading for Melissa, I'm not exaggerating
1: No, I feel like you're even doing better yeah because you have intention
0: yeah I,
1: I I don't know that I've okay Shark Exorcist. Okay that might be that might be worse. The only comparable. I've seen better acting in porn. I have I mean, seriously, <laughs> yeah, right? No, you're right. Like it is, it's shocking also. And like, I, look, I didn't expect this movie to be good. Uh, and I know I had seen it when I was young, but I didn't remember it. But I was like, look, man, their whole thing is being theatrical, right? Right. And their whole thing is
0: performative. I right, thought they. That they would be good at it. Yeah. At least passable. Right. It's not. No. And not then you told Not at all. Me. And then I was telling you that like so they had to go into they they gave each member of the of the band um like crash courses in acting. That <laughs> man it didn't did not take, work. That did not take. Um, and one of, I mean, when they were talking, the, the writers decided we're going to hang out with each member of the band for like a week or two because writers sometimes will do that. They'll be like, I'm writing for a specific person. Yeah. I want to get a a, a sense for how they talk for the language they use for their, 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 you know, patterns. And
1: especially if you're writing for non-actors, non-actors who are insanely famous. And right. Like, you know, yeah. you want
0: to write for them. for them. Sure. So they're like, we're going to hang out with each of them for a little bit. And apparently Ace Freely would not speak to them. <laughs> he would not speak to them. He would only, he would only do, he, he'd do a thing. He'd go Ack, at uh, them.
1: Fantastic.
0: And so, which is something that I noticed at the end of the movie after Paul Stanley says, it's been misdirected where they're like, He's a genius, but misdirected. And then you hear him say that. And I was like, what What the the fuck fuck was that? So then I went to go read and it turns out that the writers were like, okay, I mean, I guess that's all he's going to do. So we're going to turn his character into kind of this like cosmic Harpo Marx, who doesn't speak, who doesn't speak. Right. He just utters that one thing. Yeah. But then Ace Freely got super mad that of he had course. no lines in the movie. Because the
1: egos involved in this are just astronomical. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: He wasn't mad enough, though, that he didn't stop using drugs for the film.
1: Right. And you... I I did not catch this on my phone. No. Um, but you caught this or john caught john
0: it. john had told me and then i went looking for it and but it's clear like yes. you don't have to look for so it so
1: there are moments in this film mm-hmm. when if you look close enough or honestly if i was probably watching on a larger screen you would know it's obviously not ace Freely. it is
0: an african-american stuntman playing in ace, Freely ace Freely's makeup. makeup yeah yeah and he's a famous uh a famous stuntman he like went on to be eddie murphy's stuntman and Wesley Snipes' stuntman and a bunch of stuff. I think his name's like Anthony Olney or something like but that. But
1: generally, when you have a stuntman, you try to find someone who- Who looks like who you. Re- looks relatively like you. Yeah,
0: and I'm sure that, I mean, I'm sure, because there's a lot of like fake karate that happens <laughs> yes. in this movie. And you know
1: Ace really wasn't doing that shit. No,
0: none of them were. Right. Like when you look at that final fight- Yes. It's none of, I mean, it's like you look, you look at Peter Chris and he is not, he's not a super tall guy. No, no. He's kind of like a a slight gentleman, right? That's why he's a cat. Right. He's a cat man. (laughs) But then when he's fighting in those sequences, he's suddenly like,
1: he's like totally jacked and jacked.
0: And I'm like, that's not Peter Chris. No. But anyway, it's not as bad though, as when you're looking at the Paul at not Paul Stanley at the Ace Freely fights and you're going that's not ace freely that's clearly a black man
1: playing yeah play, playing,
0: it's, it's it's so hilarious it's fucking insane and like i, I mean they're for, and you know for years afterwards like they hated the movie sure after the movie came out kiss hated the movie yeah and anybody who worked for them was not allowed to <laughs> talk about the film They were not allowed to talk about the film, and they hated the movie because they felt Uh that the movie made them look buffoonish. (laughs) And I was like, the
1: movie made you look buffoonish? I'm pretty sure everything you do is buffoonish. buffoonish. I
0: mean, you are a grown man wearing crazy makeup, pretending that you're a demon so you can fuck ladies.
1: Right. You are a buffoon. and hey,
0: more power to Great. you! It, it worked. You're it super rich, yeah. and your wife is was a hot model from the 70s. Yeah,
1: good but, for you, Gene
0: Simmons. But come on, yes, you are buffoons. You like, are buffoons. It is.
1: It is like it's a study. Oh my God, in hubris. Because uh, I was even saying so. Like I was telling you, like uh, you know, you said this. I was very, very young. Not mm-hmm. just when this came out, but when Kiss was like a thing. Yeah, you know. And so, like, my first introduction to KISS, I was really little, and I had an older cousin who was into them. Mm-hmm. And, like, as a little kid, I was, like, kind of frightened of KISS, right? I can I can see why. Probably specifically Gene Simmons. And then watching this today, I was, like, I was scared of these fucking idiots. Like, what? <laughs>
0: like, They're clowns.
1: This demystified, like, why did they do that? Why money, did they
0: do Yes. Money, dollars. Y'all. American money, dollars. I know at some point
1: you have enough I yeah. don't know what else like, to say wh- why do
0: you need more you like don't... your face is on a fucking lunchbox yeah. and if
1: you did need more just like go play a couple of extra gigs like right. you do like, not need to make a made for television movie produced by
0: Hanna-Barbera no and like we I mean we talked about it it's it's they have a few really great hits but you can count them on one hand sure. like it's they're not it's not like we're talking about this is you not know, Led Zeppelin it's not Led Zeppelin <laughs> this is not Nirvana this right. is not you know, radio I mean this is it's KISS. Yes. And
1: and they are a niche.
0: Yes. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So just do they are a mediocre band. I'm gonna say it. Oh shit. It's a mediocre band. I agree with you. Who said I know how we can make a shit ton of money. Yes. Let's put on makeup and wear crazy costumes and, and have fireworks on stage. Yeah. And more power to you. Yes,
1: and they and there was a time But this the,
0: was a misstep.
1: Oh my god, yeah.
0: Cause there was a time in the eighties when
1: they, they took the makeup off. They took off the makeup off. And I it fucking tanked.
0: Yeah. Because like nobody wanted that.
1: Again, you you go see KISS for the entire thing, not right. because again like
0: Because they're incredible musicians. Exactly.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. So um, I but man, at some point you gotta believe someone should have stepped in and been like, guys, yeah. you, you we're all doing fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we don't need to do this one thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's fucking astounding how bad they are. It's in it.
0: so terrible.
1: I mean, I was we were joking. It was like you could grab a kid who doesn't even understand they're in a movie, like right. a little little kid. Yeah, like if I may. George on Downton Abbey. Yeah. Who, when I'm he's working, I'm working. Who, when he's very little, that kid doesn't know he's in a fucking movie or whatever, no. or a TV show. He's still doing the work better than these guys. Right. Like,
0: it makes. Yeah.
1: It's stunning. It's actually stunning it's, how it bad is, they are.
0: It's, it's, it's then, really terrible. Also, and then like the woman is really bad. It is really bad. So I, I, you know, because I like to go in and read about stuff like this, the, it was directed by a man named Gordon Hessler, uh-huh. a British, British film director. Wow. I, I, I like to imagine him like walking around the set going like, darling, stand over here. Put yeah. the kiosk right there. It doesn't matter. You yeah. know, whatever. Jimmy, get me Catman. Yeah. Get me Catman. <laughs> um, who actually directed, uh, was a big director of like B horror movies in the 60s and early 70s, which right, like,
1: so that's why they got
0: him. Yeah, he directed Murder in the Room Morgue, he directed, um, like uh, a few others that are famous that I can't remember right now, but but a, a lot of them.
1: Yeah, so okay, look, there's, there's no way around how bad they are, no. right. I don't know how are we okay on time? Yeah, we, we
0: have about yeah we have a few minutes. Okay,
1: so there's there's no way around how bad kiss are in this film. Like, no. I can't I cannot stress to you people enough. It's bad. the worst shit I've ever seen. It is terrible. Um, but on a on a larger scale, uh-huh. I think whether especially when it's like you're dealing with rock you know rock stars or whatever. But when you really are going for horror comedy, even if it's B horror comedy. There still has to be some element of horror to make the thing work. Exactly. And that can be like in scream where it, I mean, tonally shifts. I, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, you're talking about Wes Craven. He's a goddamn master, right? Where it can, when it's funny, it's really, really funny.
0: That's part, and that's part of what's terrifying about it.
1: Yes, because then when it's scared, like
0: yeah, he tricks you. He lulls you into feeling
1: the, the Drew Barrymore scene is that's fucking iconic it's and it's terrifying. Yeah, um, in slasher terms, but or. You can have super wacky and then when it's scary, quote, whatever, you go full on gore. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like Peter Jackson does. Right. Uh, Army
0: of Darkness. Yes. Uh Or like
1: Sam Raimi does. Yeah. Right. So that's another thing. This,
0: This isn't. Does neither. Does. Yes. Yeah. It's just mimes. It's just mimes. It's just mimes pretending to be like it's a small world oh after all like you know in the, the gallery of horrors or whatever it's called i mean it's literally just mimes like kind of like doing the same motion over again there's a big fat frankenstein sorry yeah. i'm um, that is supposed to be scary it didn't do anything the the and there was a there's a lot of potential actually there sure. i mean even in scooby doo yes even in scooby doo the mummy runs after the kids yeah man there's some right? threat there's some threat Right. Even in Scooby Doo, like the ghost goes after Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah.
1: Also in Scooby Doo, you know, Velma's smart. Right. And like, can figure things yeah. out. Yeah. And like, Daphne Daphne's brave. brave. Yeah. And you know, Fred is like, hey. And you know, Scooby and Shaggy are getting are fucking the, high or yeah, whatever. whatever. But like, they have roles to play. They are getting play. high, aren't they? Sure. That's why they need the same And if sandwiches. you look at Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like, why same they thing. called them the Scooby Gang, it's like, Dude, and no one, like, ah,
0: they can't. <laughs> they, there was nobody like that here. They were no, all gone. Because once they lose the talismans,
1: we don't have no powers. We don't have no powers.
0: No <laughs> power. What happens if you lose the talismans? Not, like, no powers. It's just. And Gene Simmons, like, way in the background, like, Gene Simmons took every opportunity to just pose with his crotch out. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're not sexy. Like Dude, it's made for TV, bro. He's so gross. He's like Is
1: such a strange girl. I
0: have always found him to be super disgusting. Yeah. Like you know, That's fair. When <laughs> it is fair. <laughs> yeah. They you know, I was like I told you. I was in 19 I was 9 years old. So and, and there were there were little boys. There were little boys at elementary school who were all about kids, but I still don't even think they knew or understood Entirely what it was, no. right? Nobody does, because to them it's just like you costumes know costumes or costumes, yeah, you sure. know, whatever. And you know, as I got older, I was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I like them now. I never did. No, I, don't, I like, I like, I was made for loving you, great and song. I like Beth.
1: Yeah, and we even talked about apparently when I think it's it's Peter Chris, right? Yeah. Rope, when apparently when he brought it in, they were like fuck are you doing man yeah because it's a ballad. It's, I mean, a ballad it's a ballad It's, beautiful. On piano. it's yeah, a beautiful it's a beautiful song little- and
0: also when paul stanley brought i was made for loving you it was real disco because it was at the height of the disco era and paul stanley was like let's try this and uh What's his name? Gene Simmons was like, What the fuck are you doing? Right. This is the- I'm like he was shocked. And I'm like But if you listen to it, it does have like a driving yeah. kind of disco also, beat behind Gene, it. Gene,
1: integrity's never been your thing, man. Come on. That's not the
0: Your face is on a lunchbox. A lunchbox.
1: Oh. Um okay. So look, I don't even know if you can go see this because you have to have a friend who is, you know who's
0: filmed deep. Who Throat. found
1: the Watergate recordings. Um <laughs>
0: But But I don't know maybe on the DL maybe if you ask me. Yeah, or I mean at if you're the very curious. least
1: go watch the trailer. I also did find one thing I found that was very amusing is someone basically it's just like 3 minutes of the of their dialogue mm-hmm. cuz they actually don't have a ton.
0: No. But I wonder why.
1: Yeah, right. If you just want a glimpse at like how bad you, got, you can watch that. Yeah, yeah, go
0: watch that. Um, You know, if if you want rock and roll and like a tiny bit of horror or, you know, demonic, whatever, um, Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny yeah, is pretty great. That movie
1: knows what it is and yeah. it's funny and Dave Grohl's great and it's funny. And
0: Jack Black is hilarious yeah. and, and so is the other guy. And then guy. like
1: you said, on the flip side, if you want to see a guy who really did go between, truly go between both worlds, yeah. I mean, that's Rob Zombie. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know. I don't know what the D Snyder movie is. I have no idea. Uh, so
1: don't, don't worry about uh, it. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah. yeah. He's, I think was, I think it's called strange land or something. He's trying to be Rob Zombie. Oh, okay. But I mean, I think the huge difference is like, you know, zombies actually a filmmaker and look, I'm not a huge fan of everything he does, but right. like dude, but he's
0: ma- doing his thing. Dude's
1: making choices. Yeah. You know, dude, dude is I love choices.
0: Lords of Salem. Yeah. I don't care too. what anybody. And he's says. like,
1: he's approaching it as a filmmaker. Right. Um, yeah. All that said, I am excited to I can't see wait. The, the Foo Fighters movie. I
0: can't wait. I feel like Foo Fighters movie is more along the lines of, like, help. Yes. You and, know? and I think, look,
1: you. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head with, like, why, why maybe you don't like Kiss. And to be honest, I've always liked Paul Stanley more than Gene Simmons. But, like, if you walked away saying this made you look like buffoons... You take yourselves way too fucking seriously. I'm t- you wear big shoes. Yeah, man, you wear real big shoes, um, and probably shoot fire out of a penis on stage. I don't know. Like, I never saw them. Uh, <laughs> but
0: it's in th- like they're idiots. Yeah, sorry.
1: No, they are. But so like I even from the clips or from the trailer, like you could tell. Roll and those guys are not taking this that seriously. No. Also, you can tell it's gonna have a real fucking budget. Exactly. Um, and
0: actually, you can tell from the clips that these guys are good actors. Yeah. and yeah.
1: And so that that'll that'll be the culmination of rock and roll. Uh, real quick, if you haven't seen, like, you started Archive Eighty One. Oh my god, uh, so good. I've only seen one episode, which I really like. Yeah. But that's a new horror series on Netflix. Netflix.
0: I'm on episode three, and like I told you last night, like. Episode one and two are excellent. I can't tell this. Is, this may be a good sign, but I can't tell if episode three, if it's going to go off the rails or if it's about to level up.
1: I mean, that's a good, that's a, that's a fun place to be. At. Yeah.
0: I'm kind of like, what's going to happen, but it's super clear that in it's, uh, women directors, women writers, it's super clear that these based women on love- a
1: podcast that these women created yeah. and so.
0: they, they d- love David Lynch and twin peaks. Great. You can totally tell.
1: I watched last night in Soho. I'm going to say this. That's Edgar Wright's latest with mm-hmm. Anya Taylor joy and Matt Smith. Um, I liked the first two acts and then act three I thought was absolute trash, but I will wow. say this. It is. And I texted you aesthetically. It is stunning. Okay. And you want to talk about a guy who like studied Hitchcock Studied mm-hmm. Lynch, whoever, and I should have written her name down. The costume designer is incredible. And I'm gonna tell you this, Christy, because we're friends. Ah, uh, it has reignited my love of Patula Clark.
0: Wow. Because it's
1: so heavy, heavy, like sixties English yeah. music. Yeah. So like sonically and aesthetically, it's a I love it. Diana Rigg is in it, I think it was her last thing. She's wow. fantastic. The acting slip it just goes off a fucking cliff. Man. And I was so disappointed. It's
0: hard sometimes. Yeah.
1: But it looks great. And, and yeah, like I said, they play Petula Clark. And I was like, I think I love Petula
0: Clark. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'll the- take her
1: over Kiss any day.
0: Absolutely. She's Petula Clark for a reason. Yeah. Um, what are we going to watch? I don't know. Hopefully we'll get to see yeah. Scream. Well,
1: hopefully we'll get to see Scream. If not, maybe, you know, I'll catch up on Archive 81 and we can talk about that and maybe some of the other
0: yeah. scary shows. Maybe, you or- know, maybe life will stop Fucking us. Yeah, man. And we can do this more. Yeah. That's the dream. All right. See you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye.